What up, brothers? Welcome back to Throwing Hands. Um, yeah, Jarrett and I are in the same clothes. Yes, we recorded two episodes in one day, but you know, it's called efficiency. Who cares? But we're a machine. We're we a machine. are machines. <laughs> but this is the year end review award show. Uh Jarrett and I, uh, you know, we each we don't have a throwing hands fight of the year or something like that. We each come up with our fight of the year, stuff like that. So on the DACA, we have fight of the year, pay-per-view of the year uh ko of the year submission of the year female fight of the year male fight of the year and fight of the year i forgot to put on there fight night of the year so Jarrett, if you think of something i think we both know this i think we'll probably both have the same thing if you're thinking what i'm thinking but anyway oh yeah fight night of the year is there it's the first thing on the list there's Um, two for me there's two for me and i'm having very ufc austin was chaos um from from top to bottom, uh, Emmett versus Cater. I th- yeah, that was the main event. They're like, I think it tied the record for the most knockouts in a fight night. Insane. But UFC London, I think back in March, not the one in July. Um, Tom Aspinall get better, but please get better. But um, that was one of the best fight night cards I have ever seen in my life. That was amazing. People were getting knocked out left and right. Uh. Ilya Topuria, he put on uh, on a clinic up at lightweight. Um, shows how uh, scary that dude is. Um, and you know we'll talk we'll talk uh, about stuff pertaining to him after. But um, overall, I think London was the best. Okay, I was gonna go with um. I really like the one uh, Thompson Holland. That's gonna be my personal favorite. That was fun. Um, yeah, I I love that one. I got to watch all that with my girlfriend. That was a great night. Every single one of them. I know me and you were texting back and forth the whole night. Bangers all the way through. And then Thompson Holland, you know, was a little nitpicky, but that was a that was definitely a top five fight of the year for me. So I really enjoyed that fight night and it was a lot of fun to cover. That was a great fight. That was a, that was a great fight night. Um all righty. Pay-per-view of the year. MSG, I don't think there's much discussion. Blahovich versus Ankalive was great up until the last two fights, which that's why it was disappointing, but every fight was a finish up until then for uh, 282. But 281, uh, mm-hmm. one of the fights of the year in Poirier, uh, what's his name, uh, Chandler, um, uh, drama with drama in the la- in the title fight with Adesanya and Pajeda, uh, Pereira, my bad. Zhang um, showed up. Jo- yeah, Zhang Weili did her thing, beast. But yeah. that that's my pay per view of the year. What about you? Same same here. Same here. I love 281. I think 280, if there wasn't as, you know, if there wasn't the stuff with TJ being hurt, not announcing it until a day before, if he would have shown up and that would have been a really good fight. And then if O'Malley and Yon didn't have a little bit of controversy, I think 280 could have pushed it. But I think it's definitely between 275 and 281. But 281 was definitely my favorite. Um, yeah. I really and love that. 
yeah, it, it was also 276 with Prohaska to share. That was a great card, too. That was probably the best of the year up until that point. But I will say this. When it comes to cards, the lows were very low and the highs were very high. Um, but, yeah, overall, another great year for MMA. You can't complain. All right. We're going to switch up uh, submission and KO of the year. Submission of the year, personally, I'm very biased. But Yuri Prohaska submitting Glover to share after getting dominated on the ground the whole uh, whenever he, they hit the ground. You know what? Let me take that back. Prohaska wasn't getting dominated, but there he, he was getting pounded. He Glover attempted a submission or two, but just the magnitude of that fight and the way it ended in the least expected possible way, I think that's what makes my submission of the year. Yeah. Um. I that was Yuri versus Glover was my two. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Schnell versus Sumeraje. Oh, that comeback right. was lethal. Like that was, that was beautiful. And then I had two that like, I've been looking at some stuff like submissions for a uh, like Islam. Islam did finish in a submission over Charles. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a huge submission. That was up there on my list. But you know, you could say like he didn't really set that up off of like grappling. Yeah. It was set up off of the knockout, like or the knockdown. Yeah. So that was and then um one that I wanted to bring up that just that was the one that as soon as you said submission of the year I thought of was Delize versus Hermanson, but that wasn't a submission, it ended in a TKO. I forgot he kept punching him. I thought he finished him with the calf slicer, but that was sick. I and then of course thinking that I had to watch that fight again, like and then I watched the breakdown of him, the calf slicer breakdown. Yeah. But um Schnell versus uh Sumeraje is my uh submission of the year. I can't, I can't blame you there, but I think we can both agree. Comeback of the year was that fight, dude. That was, I, I remember how I came back from my cousin's wedding. It was like before the reception. I just remember being there at like my table going, Oh my gosh, what's going on. And then I like ran around the kitchen a bit after yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, that was insane. That that's, that was insane. Knockout of the year. There's no debate in my opinion. It's Leon Edwards knocking out Kamar Usman. Fifth round, 54 seconds left in the fight. I've never – I remember t- I was talking to my friend Jordan. Shout out Jordan. But he and I were sitting on the on my couch, and he's like – I was literally yelling at the TV, just throw something. And then the comment, Joe Rogan was like, seems like Leon Edwards is kind of resigning to a decision here. And DC <laughs> said something, and uh, Anik said this perfectly. But that is not the clock from which he was born. And then, bang, out cold. That's my KO of the year. I don't think there's any debate. No, I, I think I'm, like you said, you were uh, biased towards uh, Yuri. I'm a little biased on this one, too. Even though I agree with you, Leon was definitely KO of the year. I, I, w- I had time to think about I had to think about it, though, because I had to decide of that's, like, the sickest and the most, like, important knockout. And then it was like the highlight knockout of the year. And I think that was Chandler over Ferguson. That oh. front kick was that front kick was otherworldly. Complete soccer kicked his head off his body. And it I mean oh, it's that was a punch. It's tough to watch <laughs> as a Tony fan, but like I really like Michael Chandler. I mean, he's was... an American from Mizzou. He's a wrestler, so mm-hmm. I like him, but I that... agree with him. That here's the thing. That's the first time I I had ever been uh left speechless regarding a knockout. I was I just remember it was the last day I was in my at Seneca Hall, and it was the day before I left. And 
I was just sitting at my couch and I just went, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I got, I was shocked. Just, it was like disgusting. I was like, oh my God, like that was brutal. It was me. I, I think what I think when it comes to vicious KOs, again, I am very biased, but Ilya Taporia knocking out Jai Herbert the way he did just, uh, yeah. just, you know, it looked like he just, he, he just went limp. I'd never seen anything like that. I was like, what the heck? And I, I I looked at the TV with like a stank face, like, ugh, dang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was that's that's one of my favorite KOs. But um all right. What was the next one on the list? Um okay. Female yeah. fighter of the year. I think it's Zhang Weili. I really do. Look at us. Look at us. Us. I agree. And like I, there really isn't debate, you know, uh knocked out you want sent her to the center to the shadow realm um i love you honest I, I knew i knew you were gonna say that too when i was writing it down on my notes i was like i guarantee you says center to the shadow realm i was like i guarantee it send her to the shadow realm that was insane that was no one had ever seen and then you want to retire shout you want to uh, but still the best uh straw weight of all time no debate i don't care what you say no debate but then she reclaimed her title uh, by uh, TKO and Carlos, was it? What, what did she do to her? Submission. She submitted her in a crucifix. That's right. That's right. Um, and that was on eighty one too. Eighty one was good. Eighty one was very very good. But, that was oh so good. Oh yeah, it was a rear naked choke. Oh, I remember uh, she put her in the crucifix, and then oh that was that was an insane. So that I, I forgot about that. Now I remember it. That was insane. Yeah, male fighter of the year, Volk. Volkanovski uh, for me. I I like that one. This one was tough. This one it, was. Well, it is a tough one. There's so many. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. See, I, this is so close. I didn't even like have one written down beforehand because I knew I was wasn't gonna make up my mind before the podcast. Personally, I'm going to have to go Islam. I just think he's a household name in MMA now. Like, he's now to, like, casual fans know him. Like, non-MMA fans know who he is because of what he did this year. And that that title fight was ridiculous. Like, that was perfect to a T what he needs to do. And I think I have him beaten Volk next, early next year, like, I think Islam's the future for a while in lightweight and the future face of the UFC. I think he set it up perfectly this year and he's my fighter of the year. Yeah, it was not, I can't, I can't disagree with you there. And they will be fighting in Perth, Australia in February. Um, do, we'll talk about some fights we're looking forward to at the end of the episode, but some stuff, uh, stuff like that. Um, All right. Fight of the year. In my opinion, there is, no debate, none. Prohaska versus Teixeira, easily the best. That that's the best light heavyweight fight of all time, yeah. and the here's why it's better than Gus versus Jones. If you tell me, oh, but Gus versus Jones, no, the 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 swings in that fight, to, uh, Yuri Prohaska almost taking him out on the feet, and then all of a sudden he's on the ground, and Pro, and Teixeira's about to take him out that down there. The round ends, and Prohaska was out of there in the fifth round. And then he somehow submits Glover to Shara. Like, dude, yeah. that 
that fight had so many swings, and I'm so disappointed the rematch didn't happen. But we all know who the real champion is, is in light heavyweight, and it's Yuri Prohaska. Yeah. Um, if I was making a fight of the year pick for throwing hands, like as a as a podcast, it would I would agree with you on that. But my personal fight of the year was Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. I love that fight. I loved every second of that fight. It's something that I've looked forward to for years to see those two fight. And it was everything that I wanted and then some. Like I was could not sit still for that entire fight on who was going to get the finish. I was going to be really upset if it went to the judges, but it was, I love that fight, every second of it. Yeah, that, that was, was a good fight. That was a really good fight. Um, poor I got it done. I'm, I was so happy. Yeah, it I was Dustin. People are saying, you know, people are saying, oh, Poirier is a fake nice guy. I don't think he's a fake nice guy. I think he's a real nice guy that if you get under his nerves, he's not going to be happy with you. That's yeah. that's how I describe him. I think he's very nice, but Chandler, dude, those fish hooks were dirt those were gnarly Ugh. but anyway that'll do it for the awards portion of the year uh year end show but um i just thought of this and i think this would be fun who's going to be the champ in each division by the end of the year oh this will be fun yeah. flyweight i think figgy's gonna say the champ um it, here's my thing though he's getting older and the weight's getting hard mm-hmm so that I think if he beats Moreno, he fights one once more that year, and I think he uh, I I th- I I do think he uh, I think he keeps his belt. What do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. That's gonna be another close fight between them coming up. But I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I think uh, Figgy gets the edge again and keeps it. Cool. All right, the thirty fivers. You know what? Call me crazy. I think it might be Cheeto. I but here's the thing: Cheeto needs to keep sticking to five round fights because three round fights he does he doesn't get going until the fourth round. But his workload he doesn't have much workload when he fights. He everything he throws is with a purpose. So if he has five rounds, he has more chance to knock a guy out, which is every fight. But like for him, that's important. Like he wouldn't have gotten Cruz out of there in th- in three rounds, but. He got him out in the fourth. So I think my I hope it's Cheeto. And I think it will be Cheeto, but something a little more likely. I, I think I think if anything else other than that, Aljamain Sterling remains champion. I think Henry Cejudo is gonna come back. Oh, I forgot about that. Henry Cejudo is going to come back and the triple C is gonna be on top again. I yes. I mean obviously I'm obviously I'm a huge Cejudo fan, but like I, th- I think that's gonna happen, and I don't think anyone in that division's gonna touch him until it's like a couple fights. If he, however many times he fights next yeah. year, but if he comes Here, back, here's my thing. I, I just wish, I wish the UFC would just let him fight for the 145 belt hmm. because I know that's what Cejudo wanted. But if he has to go back there and beat Aljamain Sterling, he can. There's no question. All right, featherweight. I don't think anybody's touching Volkanovski. No, I agree. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> he is so good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Lightweight's different. This is interesting because, I mean, the number one and number two pound for pound fighters are fighting for the lightweight championship in February, which is insane. I don't. Th- I don't know if that's ever happened before, but. 
Dude, I think people are counting out Volkanovski way too much in this fight. I, I agree. I think it's – even though I think Islam's going to win, I don't think it's going to be as bad as what people are saying. Because but, think of think of Michael Chandler made a point. He's like Volkanovski was two hundred and ten pounds at that point. Your body just doesn't forget you were two hundred and ten pounds. Mm-hmm. And you know Alex is probably dealt with stronger, bigger. You know when he was in rugby, people. So that's I thought that being a former two hundred and ten pound man will probably uh, work to his advantage. I think, but lightweight is so interesting because. If, if even if Benil Dariush ended up on top next year, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. He is Benil Dariush is the dark horse in that division. No one talks about him. He's, I think he's his jujitsu is insane. His boxing isn't great, but when he hits you, you take a night practically. But I don't know. I I think it's gonna be Volk. I I call me crazy. You can call me crazy all day, but I think Volk can't beat Mahachev. And if he wins, I think he keeps the belt at the end of the year. Because guess what? It's hard to yeah. keep up two divisions. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think is going to get the first title fight with Volk if he wins? Do you uh, think Islam dude, will get I don't know. automatic rematch? Or are they going to give it to Charles? Or are they going to give it to Dustin, who won his last fight? Like, dude, I wouldn't put it past him to give it to Gaethje. I mean, not Gaethje. Um, Benil Dariush. Okay. Yeah. I guess Benil's won, like, what, four or five in a row? And he's really the only one that's been streaking. Uh, Gaethje lost to Charlie Alves. Poirier lost to Charlie Alves, but he recently beat Chandler. Um, Fazeev, if he if he gets a fight, I hope they I hope they put him. Okay, fights we're looking forward to. I want Gaethje to fight Fazeev. Mm. That is violent. That is fun. It's not hitting the ground. <laughs> so, yeah, it, the lightweight's kind of low key a mess right now. Yeah, but in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah, in a good uh, way. Like, we're going to watch it play out, but it is definitely a mess. Like, anything can happen. Yeah, and I think you'll see – look. Sarukian is going to start. Sarukian, Gamrot, Moicano, mm-hmm. uh, maybe. He's a little older, but he's been looking great. Isma Gulov will probably find his way into the top seven, I think. Uh, Jalen Turner, well, geez, I forgot about him. Oh, my. Lightweight stacked, but I, I do think – We'll we'll see a couple people in the top five drop out and the top ten will uh drop to the ten lower than ten because I think this is the year it starts happening to where the young guys are gonna come in and they're gonna start you know sending these old guy older guys home, um but yeah I don't I think Volk I think Volk can beat Mahachev people are oh he's gonna get down stop it stop it <laughs> please but. Let's head to welterweight. This is in, this is interesting because Usman and Edwards are probably going to fight in London. Uh, the hand injury, uh, the hand that hand injury rumor was a little weird, but Usman looked fine rolling at Killcliffe. Um, look, no one wants to fight each other in the welterweight division. Yeah, that's the problem. No one in the top five wants to fight each other. Gilbert Burns is fighting Neil Magny. Um. Good luck, Neil Magny. Um, Gilbert Burns is really good. I don't have much faith to, in Magny to win that fight, sadly. Um, but, you know, we hopefully Colby and Hamzat fight. I don't 
I, I this one's tough. Uh, I think Leon Edwards could remain champ, but if I had a bet in a rematch, I think Usman beats him. That's who. That's who I got as champ through next year. I think Usman gets it back, and then it's. I think it's going to take a little while for another Leon Edwards miracle. You know, it's going to take yeah. another knockout of the year to get it. You know, mm-hmm. get back yeah. from him. I I think I'm going to stick with Usman. For sure, getting it back and keeping it. Yeah. Um. Shoot. But at the end of the year, let's say Colby beats. Ha- uh, first off, Hamzat shouldn't be that. That that's weight bullying. I don't like him fighting at <laughs> welterweight. I think it's crazy. But yeah. I think I have to say, but let's say Colby and Hamzat fight in a five round fight, right? Mm-hmm. If if Colby can get past round two, I think Colby wins that fight because yeah. Hamzat's cardio get he gets. He got gassed against Gilbert Burns yeah. toward the end of that fight. So let's say Colby beats Hamzat. There, there's no reason Colby doesn't get another title shot. And people disrespect Colby. I know he's a tough guy to like, but I think he's he. I think he's the best in the outside of Usman. I think he's the best in the division. And I thought he won. I thought he beat Usman in the last fight. But you know who am I to say? Middleweight. Uh, all right. Yeah. Is he? He should get his rematch against Pereira, but the problem with Pereira is he cuts so much weight he can't make it in like two months. It's absurd. I don't know. Uh, they're, they're, I don't know how he does it. Props to him for getting down there from like two thirty. Yeah, I don't know how he does that, but um, Sally, I think he beats Izzy, Izzy again. That dude has his number, and psychologically, uh, that's a tough thing to do. But I think Whitaker. I think Whitaker would would beat him yeah. um, handily. Absolutely. I, I agree with you, but I think you make up a good point with not being able to make weight within a two-month uh, like stretch there. That means that if Whitaker gets a shot, it's most likely going to be beginning of next year by the time. Or like November. Like if yeah. Izzy, Izzy and Pratt would have to fight in April or something. Yeah, and that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> that's oh. probably not going to happen. Um, but look at anyone else. I'm looking at the division, right? Dude, any, anyone outside of Adesanya and basically in the top 10, maybe even not, not Darren Till. Sadly, I love Darren Till, but they would give Pereira problems everywhere. Yeah. Whitaker would wrestle him. Vittori would ground and pound him. Yeah. I, I think Pereira would beat Cannonier though. I, I think, um, yeah. That'd be a fun fight, though. If, if they want to swang and bang, I'd love to see it. Strickland, uh, yeah, that same thing would happen. I think Costa, oh, Costa Pereira would be awesome. That would be so awesome. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Whitaker's the champ at the end of the year if, if things go the way we want it to go. Yeah. Light heavyweight. Ooh, this <sighs> one's tough. Because if Jiri Prohaska is ready by the end of the year, I think he gets his belt back. Give him the belt, please. But but the belt's vacant. Um, yeah. We have Hill versus Teixeira. Look, if Hill keep, can find a way to keep this on the feet, Glover Teixeira might be going good night. <laughs> because that dude cracks, cracks, bro. But I think... 
I don't think you will be ready by the end of next year because Dana said it's a year. Um, I think Magomed Uncle I will be champ by the end of the year. I really do. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I, I didn't think you were going to say it, but yeah, I, d- I definitely agree. I think Uncle Iev gets it. I'm, I don't know. I wasn't thinking about it until someone said it on one of the videos I was watching. If Glover wins, there is a chance that he's getting old enough that he may retire. And that would put lightweight in even more of a storm than what it is right now but that would be insane yeah yeah (laughs) i think glover's done either way win or lose because he's fighting in brazil you know why wouldn't you want your last fight at this age with so many fights to be in front of your friends and family in brazil that's kind of how i'm looking at it yeah so you know if glover says you know peace out y'all i don't blame him but then light heavyweight will be the biggest mess ever oh yeah because do you, here's what's gonna happen. Jan and Magomed Akalai fought. They they probably had medical suspensions. Um, then Teixeira's out. Jamal Hill lost. Yurpahask is out. Dude, there's no there's no fights. Yeah. There's no fights if Glover Teixeira gets the belt and bounces. Which if you do, Glover, just do it, man. I I'm not gonna blame you. We'll all be happy for you. Trust me. But. It'll just be it'll just be a mess. <laughs> so I don't know. It's so tough. I don't know. Mag, I think the the safe bet's Magomed Uncle Live. I he's so yeah. Good. Yep, that's cool. Going with two. All right, the heavies. This was tough because he. This is what it depends on. Apparently, contract negotiations are good with Nganu with the UFC according to his source. I forget where I saw it, but if that's the case. Um, Ngannou Jones is probably happening in March. That's what, that's the rumor. That's what Dan, I think John Jones is fighting in March, basically no matter what, but depends on whom, if glow, if, uh, Ngannou's contract, because Ngannou's contract is about a month away from expiring, but at the time of this recording, <laughs> um, but man, I don't know. I, I think, it, I think it's John Jones. I really I, do. I agree. I want Johnny, but here's what's going to happen. Johnny Bones is going to get the belt, defend it two or three times. You know, I think you go for four just to get the record, just to be petty, because that's what John, that's the type of guy John Jones is. So, uh, yeah, I, dude, I think John Jones will be the champ. Absolutely. And then there's that, it's a motivated John Jones, which is scary. So yeah. that's, that's the scary part, bro, because Don, he wasn't motivated, motivated against Dominic Reyes, clearly didn't care. I don't blame him. Same with Santos. He beat the brakes off Anthony Smith. Um, but yeah, motivated John Jones is a scary thing. Look out, folks. Because yeah. I think John Jones is coming. I think he's here to stay. But man, yeah. I wish we got Stipe Jones. Jones doesn't come back though. And that falls out. I wouldn't be surprised if Sergey gets it somehow. Dude, oh dude, that that dude is scary. Yeah, if Sergey gets it somehow. But I I wouldn't be surprised if Sergey got it either, bro. He's that dude's different, man. Like the power that guy possesses is insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't even I don't even know Stipe is gonna fight again. Um, I'm just keeping it real. Um, all right, to the women's divisions, women's strawweight. 
I think Zhang Weili keeps the belt. I I I don't see her losing. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. All right, then we'll head to flyweight. Shevchenko's the champ right now. See, this is interesting because I wouldn't be surprised if you know, let's say Blanchfield dominates Tyler Santos, right? And I think I think Blanchfield will be the one to dethrone Shevchenko, but now is not the time. I think she'll okay. win a couple more fights. I think Shevchenko will remain champion at the end of the year. Could she do it? Let's say they fight in August or something. Yeah, I think she can't. Blanchfield can dethrone Shevchenko then, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think a couple more fights, then she'll do it. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to stick with uh, Valentina by the end of next year. But I agree with you. After that, it's going to start getting interesting. Pretty safe bet. I wouldn't be surprised if Shevchenko defends her belt twice this year and said, "Peace." <laughs> yeah. Or. She'll move up to Bantamweight, which we'll talk about now. I was, fight I, was about that was, I was hearing that that's a possibility. I mean, that's what has to happen. Let's let's look at the division. Nine fight win streak. Like, you got to do something. Like, like uh, Nunez proved it was a fluke. Uh, hmm. Sorry, Juliana Pena. But uh, Ketlin Vieira really hasn't proved anything to me to get her, give her a title shot. Holly Holm is fighting Yana Kudinskaya. Raquel Pennington hasn't done much. Uh, Kianzad hasn't done much. Dude, Shevchenko is really the only one deserving of a title shot there, in my yeah. opinion. Absolutely. And I think she beats Nunes. I really do. Really? I, I, It'll be a good, very good, very close fight. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a walk in the park. Yeah. But I think I think Shevchenko could. Uh, but odds are, and I'll say with the odds, I think it will be Nunes remaining as champ. And by the way, we're not going to talk about it. Because <laughs> it is not a division, pretty much. Um, but yeah, um, let's oh, fight. The fights looking forward to for me. I mean, Volk and uh, Mahachev's the fight I'm looking forward to. Absolutely, we're that's, that's, I'm, I'm counting down the days already. Like, yeah. I'm so excited for it, man. Yeah, and then we have Figgy Moreno for share uh, versus uh, Hill. Um and hopefully John Jones versus Ganu, that that's the hope. Obviously, what's the, but, what's the first main event uh, of January? What's the first main event? Uh, it's uh Imamov versus uh Gastelum. Okay. Um, uh, Imamov, I think he said like Gastelum was ducking, and I'm like, got really? Yeah. Because he because he pulled out of their fight. L- let me double check, so I'm not wrong. But I think Kelvin pulled out their fight back in April due to uh, an injury. Yes, he pulled out during an due to an injury. Um. Oh, he he pulled out against Duplessis. Uh, Imamov had a withdrawal due to a visa issue. My bad, Imamov. Uh, but one of them said that he was stuck. I'm like, dude, Gaslam's fought literally the best of the division for five years. Yeah, he's not talking anybody, <laughs> but I hope Gassim get on get back on track in that fight. Yeah, but yeah, man, you got anything else to add to this year? It was a solid year. It was it was a really solid year. I'm really thankful for the opportunity to do this with you, man. It's a ton of fun. It's a ton of fun. Love the sport. Um, you're growing on me too. So <laughs> <laughs> you're growing on me too. But yeah, man. So guys. Thanks for joining us for another year of Thrones. This is our third year in review. Here's to a fourth. 
in December of next year. Um, you know, if the dreams f- come through, um, you know, who knows that could be the last one, but you never know. So just preparing you guys mentally. So it's not a surprise when I say I'm, I have to go, but anyway, that'll do it for this year. Uh, thanks for tuning in. It was a good year. We'll see you guys in 2023.